It's time for Promo Corner's Industry Insider with Jeff Franklin, Stephen McFadden, Meg Herber, and Bill Petrie. Each Monday, they discuss, dissect, and debate a single issue impacting the world of promotional marketing from every industry perspective. The Industry Insider is only available at Promo Corner, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Jeff, Stephen, Meg, and Bill. And welcome to yet another edition of the Industry Insider Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, Jeff Franklin from Headwear USA, Steve McFadden from Perfect Promotions and More, and Meg Erber from SNS activewear and before we get to them and the topic at hand today i want to thank our sponsor in logo mats there's the good strongs over at logo mats you know they're committed to integrity quality and the fastest delivery times in the industry and because they focus exclusively on mats they offer the best products and warranty in the business it's a really profitable line to carry a couple podcasts ago we talked about margins and profitability their pricing's on an a and you can make over a thousand dollars on just 10 three by five three by five feet that is it's their most popular size floor mats that's a great great that's money in your pocket right there mm. we just made you money by listening to this podcast those mats last for three to five years and you can offer your customers a product that increases their brand visibility while also providing functionality in their facilities so if you want to learn more and gosh darn it why wouldn't you go ahead and visit logomatsllc.com miles wadsworth and his team going to be happy to take care of you over there now, I always like to mention, except when I don't, the podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search Promo Corner and hit that handy subscribe button. Now, today, I think I really like our topic because it's extraordinarily self-serving. So, um, I'm, I'm joking, of course, except when I'm not. So, And believe it or not, it wasn't Bill's topic. It really wasn't. I haven't come up with one topic for this podcast yet. Um, and it's a, Nor uh, will he. No, probably not. But... <laughs> What I will do is thank Jeff and Stephen and Meg and welcome to the podcast. Welcome, everybody. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. So, so I believe this was Stephen McFadden's topic, but I'm going to go ahead and kick us off. So the question, <laughs> ooh, the day is, what is a service provider in their role in the industry? And as a service provider, I've been a service provider for uh, almost five years now. I'd like to hear your folks' opinion or thoughts. What is a service provider and what does that mean? What's the role in the industry? Let's start with you, Jeff Franklin. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, <clears throat> you know what? Honestly, uh, personal or personally, service providers cover such a vast um, variety of things. Um, you, know, you have Sage, for instance, who is a service provider. They obviously have your, uh, your quote-unquote Google search for the industry, uh, same as ESP. Um, you know, you've got companies like Promo Corner. You've got companies that um, uh, I'm totally blanking right now. But there's a Common bunch Skew. of companies out there. Yeah, Common mm -hmm. Skew, that's it. So there's a bunch of companies out there that are offering or, you know, providing some type of service for the industry that's not your typical supply chain. So uh, I personally just want to sort of talk about the service providers. What services do they provide, and is there any value in that for you, the listener? Whoa. That's, oh. Stephen, that's good. That's a good twist on it because you can yeah. kind of go through each one and be like, yes, check. Well, Stephen McFadden, what is, <laughs> is, that, what is, what is your perspective on a service provider in the industry? Yeah, I think a uh, service provider is anyone that provides some sort of a service. Service uh, providing. Oh, you took my words, to Stephen. The, you took oh. my words. <laughs> no, I think it's it, it provides like a, a as Jeff mentioned, like the missing link in yeah, whether it be your operations, your 
communication with um, with with between distributor and supplier. Um, I mean, so many things can be service providers. I mean, all the way down to something like QuickBooks. I mean, there's obviously a service there. There's Fast Platform, Promo Hunt, uh, ESP, Sage, Promo Corner, Comiskey. I mean, all these provide some sort of uh, service, uh, systems or processes or, uh, you know, online buying stores or web portals or websites or uh, anything that, that is, is outside of the realm of distributor and supplier. Um, they kind of fall into the, the, the category of service provider, um, to, to me, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm wrong with that, but there, there's obviously lots and lots of needs that, are filled through service providers. I mean, could could you make an argument that you know something like FedEx could be a service provider? They've got a lot of other tools that can help you with your business processes and things like that. So, I don't know. There, there's a there, it's it's kind of endless. Uh, they're not that because they don't really have a, a category that that encompasses all of them because they don't really look like one another. That that's I think what makes it so hard to identify with with what it is. Um, but yeah, they're they're everything. They're all over the place. Okay, Meg, do you have anything to add to that? Uh, <laughs> I think he covered it. I mean, I look at what you guys provide. I, I, I love how engaging you guys are for this industry. You guys are just a breath of fresh air. And I'm not just saying that because you're here, but I look forward to Brandon's uh, videos um, about the hmm. products. Like, that's really fun. I think if I was a distributor, I would really look forward to those videos and I would repost them. Uh, Amelia's closet. I love how clean her closet is. I think it's so cool. I mean, I think these are just fun things that you guys are doing differently to provide, you know, oh, I didn't think about using that bag or for their yoga. Like, those are the things I got from those videos or just something different. And not to mention, I get to see the inside of your houses for like, I don't know tips <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh I like her furniture no that's not that's not part of your job but I mean you guys <laughs> you guys have definitely filled a hole uh, I wish this was around 15 years ago uh, it's just you know when the the industries have revolved not revolving evolving um, and you guys have kind of caught that niche and and, and run away with it it's great well, and see, to me, as a service provider, so, and I th thank you for that. That's really nice, Meg, and I appreciate that. And I think there's a lot of service providers that are doing great things, not just what we're doing at Promo Corner. To me, a service provider is someone, and I'm kind of going to steal a little bit of probably the actual PPAI definition of it for classification purposes, that we are a business that serves the industry. So technically, PPAI is a service provider. ASI is a service provider. Common mm -hmm. SKU, um, Promo Hunt, Promo Corner, Distributor Central, and, and I know I'm missing 17 other ones. Not not on purpose. Um, so you're, you you are a, you really are just providing a service to the industry to help facilitate the industry to move forward. Now what's interesting um, about it is from a PPAI perspective, from a classification purpose, service providers are not actually part of the industry. That's not how we're classified. So just like uh, when I was on my own as Brand of 8 Bill, when I was Brand of 8, I was in the same category as ASI, as FedEx. FedEx is a service provider of the industry. UPS is. Mm -hmm. Common SKU promo corner. So we we're all slotted in this giant bucket. So what you said, Stephen, was interesting to me and I think very accurate is it does encompass just about every single service outside of the traditional supply chain and sales methodology in the industry. Hmm. 
See, so I, that'll I do it for this uh, podcast as everybody got silent <laughs> on me. Well, I would have thought that you know those service providers that specifically served serve this industry would, would still be categorized as part of the industry. Um, you know, like some you know, groups like Common Skew, um, Promo Corner, the ones the ones we named, they're Promo Hunt, all those, they're specifically targeting our industry only. It's not like this is a segment of their business. This is their business, you know. So I think that's that's interesting to know that they're not, quote, unquote, it part of the industry because I, I, I don't think the industry can operate – uh, without having service providers. I mean, it's... Well, and, and the reasoning I've always gotten, and, it, and it's probably accurate, is as promo corner, I don't rely solely on the promotional products industry. I could go outside the promotional products industry. You could. And do... And yeah. So that's what... that that's the, that's the philosophy behind it. That's the philosophy behind it. I, I th- do, uh, Bill, do you I don't agree, by the way. Yeah, I don't agree. For the record. I could go sell something else. Well, Jeff Franklin. But then I'd be out you're, of the industry. Yeah. You're, you're good friends <laughs> you're right, with, uh, with Cliff Quicksell as well. I know I he's, he's a, a speaker. Did, mm-hmm. Do you know if he mm-hmm. speaks outside of the industry? Because, I mean, I know something like that is obviously something you could do outside of the industry. But still um, I, I, he, I think he's done it occasionally outside the industry. I've done it outside the industry a couple times. Mm. Um, but, you know, when, when I look at what – especially in my brand of eight days and I look what we're doing at promo corner solely focused on the promotional products industry. Um, and that's mm-hmm. by design because mm-hmm. we, we, and I assume common skew felt this. I know Tony, uh, wavering at promo hunt felt this. You see a gap where there's a, a need not being met, or mm-hmm. maybe you, you, you say, I'm going to create a need here. That's okay too. I mm-hmm. didn't know. I didn't know I needed all my albums in my pocket till Steve Jobs told me I needed an iPod, right? Mm-hmm. So, but you see a need, or you want to create a need. Um, that's what I see the service providers doing. And, and when I look at companies really pushing the industry forward, I do think it's the service providers that are yeah. really kind of dragging an industry that historically has been very comfortable in saying things like, "Well, that's the way we've always done it." But we're the ones, I feel like, dragging the industry a little bit uh, forward. And I think there's some suppliers and some distributors that do it. But for the most part, it's the common skews. It is the promo corners doing that, I think. Yeah, I was going to echo what you were just saying there. I mean, it, it, there's more – I don't know if it's – people just feel more comfortable with someone who def- identifies as a service provider as opposed to, you know, if Mark and Catherine were to stay at state as right sleeve and tried to get people to join right sleeve, I mean, it wouldn't have worked. You know, they, right. they saw the need and, and had a great solution and, and helped so many businesses with, with that. I mean, with their platform. Um, and it was, you know, very selfless of them to try to help others. And, and it was, a, it was a great, you know, progress in the industry. Um, you know, and, and you look at groups like Sage. You know, they're coming up with their their ways of doing online stores to combat, you know, to combat like all the other online stores that do stuff for things outside the industry. So that's where, you know, I kind of went back to what I was saying earlier. They're specifically serving our industry and in, in trying to to advance things forward. And you know, as you said, Promo Hunt, another great one. Um, but they they are they they're kind of leaders of change, identifying. You know, as a service provider, and people then can jump on and, and kind of read the benefits of that. And I, I think it's great. I think we'd, we'd be in a much different place if if everyone kept these little tips and tricks and secrets and systems to themselves. I mean, I, I don't know how far the industry would have come. No, I agree, hundred percent. 
this is like evolving and people like you know the promo corners and the common skews of the world those are the ones that you know we talk about eqp changing the industry it's not it's this is what's changing the industry but in a better way so I guess when you're looking for those gaps to figure out what service you can provide or what need you can create, how do you how do you figure out how to monetize that though, Bill? How do you figure out? I'm not sure I understand the question. Well, uh, so for instance, some of the videos that Brandon does, he mm-hmm. you know goes to different uh, suppliers and films you know how products are made or how they're you know uh, embellished or whatever. Like, how is that something that gets monetized? I mean, is that something that you're just providing on top of everything else that you provide at Promo Corner, or is that something that the supplier pays for to have you come out and show that, and then the supplier is then also using that to educate their customers? Okay, or, so yeah, good and that's question. Just, that's just one example. I'm not trying to be specific. Specific. I'm looking more for generalities, but that's no. When I when I when I, Joel Moore hired me to take over Promo Corner as president, I kind of looked at the landscape of of what other service providers were doing and where I felt like we could really do something. I mean, historically, Promo Corner had been a purveyor of email broadcasting services, and there's value in that. And I would put our the accuracy of our list up against anyone, but I don't know what the future of email marketing is. And so I think it should be a component of everybody's marketing uh, strategy. It shouldn't be the only thing. And so I really wanted to expand our services. And so I really spent the first six months understanding every single thing we did in the organization. Then I spent the next full calendar year ripping that all apart and kind of reassembling it in ways I wanted to. And part of that was how do we put more content out there? Because I'm a big believer in content marketing. It's how I built my business before I sold it to Promo Corner. And it's how a lot of times we're building Promo Corner. How do we how do we get that out there? And then how do we monetize it? Which is to answer your question. I'm sorry I'm being a little long-winded here. It's kind of my nature. So... <laughs> Um, we there are certain things we monetize, and there are certain things I refuse to. So one of the things I really don't like monetizing is the the video series how promo is made. Um, to me, that's a service to the industry. Mm-hmm. So many end users don't understand what it takes to really create decorated merchandise that's fully custom. And that five minute video shows someone how a a knockoff tumbler that happens to be uh, copper lined and double walled and insulated. How that come? How that starts off as a product and how it gets decorated. And the pain, the painstaking process that goes into that. The people who do it, whether it's embroidery or whatever it is, it shows all the processes. And so to me, that's a service. I don't like to monetize that stuff at all. I just don't feel good about that. Now, things like Unscripted or this podcast, um, absolutely, we are reaching an audience. We are delivering a supplier's message in a different way that's been done before. And so to me, there is value in that. And I can show, and I have shown, customers and prospects numbers. Here are the amount of listens we average. Here are the amount of, of, of engagements we have. Here are several testimonials where people can tie specifically. They listen to that podcast, and then they were able to sell $4,000 order, so on and so forth. So to me, it's on an as-needed, on, an, on, on a almost like an at, uh, every piece of content is a little different. I don't know if that answered your question or if I just rambled. Or both. Both. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that answers the question. I guess it's just, you know, it's on a, you know, case-to-case type of, type of, de- type of deal. And uh, obviously it depends on the type of service you're providing as well. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. soloing out uh, Promo Corner. I mean, I'm no, sure, no, no. Uh, you know, every, everybody has to. But, I mean, that's just it. You can't really provide a service without 
charging. Like I, I don't know what else Tony Wavering, for instance, does. You know how he's you know earning a living because I know Promo Hunt isn't isn't monetized at all yet. I don't believe. No, not yet. So I don't believe so. I could be wrong too. By the way, I shouldn't speak so authoritatively. Yeah, I mean it, the conversations I've had with him, I know it, it hasn't been, but it's been a while, so maybe something's changed. But I don't know what else he's doing in order to make a living, and it's I think it's a great service. Um, you know, I think the stuff that, that Bill, you guys do at Promo Corner are great services. Uh, you know, you have obviously figured out a way to, to, you know, monetize at least enough to, you know, earn an income. So, I, I mean, that's the biggest question I would have is just, you know, how, how does somebody maybe enter into our industry as, as a quote unquote service provider, or don't they come into our industry just to, be a service provider well i i I, well i think you again you you find a niche when i looked at the landscape of service providers you have common skew who's developed software you've looked you look at asi who obviously the oldest probably service provider in industry and what they do you look at distributor central who is focused on technology and getting a building distributor websites and providing search tools for them i didn't want to do any of that what i'm trying to do when i when i saw what i saw the gap was and i guess i can say this i wanted to create an advertising agency specifically geared toward the promotional products industry Mm -hmm. Um, instead of suppliers saying here's my message broadcast it out on your database um, I want to create that messaging. I want to understand who the supplier is trying to reach, which section of the distributor populate they want to release, uh, reach, and which uh, po- uh, uh, section of the end user population do they want to reach and help them actually move those people to action. It's more than just saying, hey, this white C-handle coffee mug is on special this month. I don't want to do that stuff. There's value in that, but I I want to to elevate our industry and I want to elevate the advertising industry to our industry. I mean, I could, you know, uh, Stephen's the distributor on this podcast. I'm sure Stephen probably gets 20 to 50 emails a day of supplier specials. And I know Stephen Mm -hmm. pretty well. He's got the fast finger for deletion in uh, you know on the east, east. Of, the, on the mm-hmm. east of the Mississippi. Quick draw, and so, McGraw. And so <laughs> I want to create messaging that's compelling and draws people in. I want to you know so it's it's twofold. It's creating marketing that's pushing pushing out, but then also creating marketing that's pulling people in. And so that's the gap I saw. So to answer your question, I'm sure someone else could think of something I haven't thought of. I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer. Hmm. <laughs> Good. Are, you are there sure? any? Uh, I was going to say, are there any uh, service providers that anyone knows about that we should talk about that we haven't mentioned yet? I'm just curious because there's everyone's kind of getting approached from. Are we counting promo side. standards as a? Mm. Yeah, I as think a that's service a provider. Yeah. yeah. So yeah I, I think that's definitely one that that I, you know when we talked about promo standards uh, on uh, one of our podcasts several weeks ago. Uh, I think that's a, a, an absolutely great service uh, that's being provided as long as everybody jumps on board. Mm-hmm. Right. You know. All it's right, interesting. Well, like, there's even you get, when you go to the trade shows, even if you walk around, um, you know, spe- speaking specifically of, of uh, Expo in Vegas, um, there's a section right around PPAI's little hub, or excuse me, Sage's hub in the middle, where they have a bunch of service providers uh, around. The, and obviously, I know there's. Comiskew and Promo Corner uh, that have exhibited there, but there's like printing services, uh, there's mm-hmm. Pan- Pantone, there's there's a lot of other people you wouldn't think about um, that I guess fall into that category as well. So Stephen, since you are so quick to delete 
uh, yep. emails that come through. Because I, I think that's sort of a question I would have, Bill, as a service yeah. provider. You're providing, you know, one of the one of the main things that you guys do is the mm-hmm. email marketing campaign. So, Absolutely. you know, I know if you listen to anything outside of the industry, I'm a big Gary Vaynerchuk fan, and I, I am know as well. he he seems to think that mobile is like the next. Uh, the next mm-hmm. type of marketing piece where, you know, maybe our industry needs an app that you get a push notification every time something really big comes in. I would certainly be on board with that. Yeah. But then, Stephen, what, what kind of, because it, 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 because it's mobile, it's something you have to op, opt in on. So what type of information would you like to receive from a service provider or an app or something like that that you wouldn't necessarily be so quick to delete? I may sound like an extreme homer, but I think we'd be... Um, naive if we didn't say why don't we use more promo products to promote our stuff i mean i I feel like we've we've we're so digital in the way we 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 market because everyone else is so digital yet we try to preach to everybody that products are the way to go and we ourselves still use so much digital that we're we're lost in the digital sea of marketing i mean i i i look in i open every package that is sent to me i don't delete it so if there's information that comes with with a little Piece, even if it's a mailer, I mean, I, I'd be more inclined to do that than I would to sort through my hundred plus digital emails of check out this product. So, mm. so. Hmm. yeah, and I, I think there's some merit in what you're saying, and I think there's a lot of, you know, that's why I've really tried to take, um, I don't want to say control, but really work collaboratively with our supplier partners as we've made the shift we hired a creative director we have a mm-hmm. creative director on staff so that her and her team can develop unique messaging that doesn't get deleted i see the stats i know it's it's a numbers game now i would say even without doing that our numbers are very strong here in terms of click throughs and things like that and engagements but i want more i want more i want i want to elevate what we do and i want to create those emails where you see go huh what's that i haven't seen that before because we don't have enough of that we don't do enough of that in our industry and I agree with you 100%, Stephen, about um, absolutely about using promo to promote promo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was sort of you know how I'm trying to gingerly tiptoe around it, like because I think there's certainly uh, you know a place for uh, marketing, obviously, and advertising for you know suppliers. I think uh, you know the 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 companies that. Um, you know that advertise through promo corner and are, are phenomenal i think they're they're definitely getting a return on that investment um mm-hmm. but I, I do also tend to agree with steven in the fact that i, I think we forget that we're in we're, we are marketing like that's our job and we do promo so why don't we do more promo for our advertising or for our marketing and um you know there's certainly a place for both and uh you know i i, I personally would like to see more of that too steven I really like the idea of promoting digital with collateral. Mm-hmm. Like I, th- I think there's like if you kind of went the other way around, um, that can be very very effective as we know between you know with the retention of items and you know. So a the, promotional the, product yeah. that provides a service. N- like no, that. like promotion. <laughs> an, an animatronic. No, just, no there's uh, that no. Ra- there's that umbrella that comes with that. App that like tells you it's going to oh, yeah. rain. Yeah, that's Dude, cool. that's like the most amazing promotional product. Well, it's ever. a service providing product. Yeah. Well, and I was just actually about to give Charity Gibson a quick shout out. You know, yeah. she's done for a couple of years, and and I've seen it, and it's good. It's very good. Uh, talks about you know, an actual education session about using promo to promote promo, and it's sad that we have to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know. Well, I know we're kind of getting off track of what a service provider is <laughs> and what it means to the industry, but that's okay. Um, 
it's I think it's a good worthy worthy conversation. What would you like, guys, from a supplier and distributor perspective? And Jeff kind of asked this, but I want to try to wrap it up with the. Let me ask the question a little bit differently. What service providers get your attention? Let's leave Promo Corner out of it so that um, it doesn't seem biased. What service providers besides Promo Corner get your attention for what they're doing? Well, obviously, I would have to say Common Skew because they're, I mean, they've just done such an amazing job, I think, on all aspects of it from having like a, a family feel to their company that's for everybody. It's not like they're order takers. I feel like the SKU really, community. Yeah, SKU community. Yes. I can't repeat that because my okay. mouth doesn't work that way. Yes. All right. <laughs> uh, Jeff, what about you? Um, I mean, from what little experience I have with the service provider side of the business, I, th- I think Cliff Quicksell does a phenomenal job, mm-hmm. uh, not only for his speaking engagements, but also the uh, the big thinking and creative mind that he has when it comes to marketing. He's actually, he is using, uh, you know, promo campaigns, uh, and it's a service that he provides to, you know, as the director of marketing with I Promote You, it's a service he provides to those folks. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I think he really stands out. But I mean, I, I know you're saying to leave Promo Corner out of it, but honestly, I think there's a lot of great information that's you know given within Promo Corner. You know, oh, I appreciate that. I really do. Thank you. You're welcome. And I think you mentioned some good ones there too with Cliff. Um, Stephen, what about you? You know, I, I was going to go with Common Skew. I think that they were pioneers already um, been mentioned move on so <laughs> i will go with uh promo hunt i'm i'm pretty on promo hunt right now i think that that's a there's some some good uh really good concept there i think it's going to be cool to see where it goes and it's kind of fun to be kind of in the beginning of something like that and see where it goes but i would say one thing it'd be nice if there was a service provider that connected us with all the service providers that were out there. Cause I was I, thinking that earlier. I, I really was. I, I just, I don't really know until like, I'm, I feel like I'm always, I don't want to say late, but I just like, I really, I want to know what's out there. Like, was there, a, it'd be cool if there was a provider out there that says, you know what, here's a list of all that's happening in the industry. And some people you get connected with that can help you with your, you know, your shipping or your colors, or your printing or your yeah. web tools. That'd be cool. Well, and you guys mentioned something earlier about, you know, kind of a repository for all this stuff. And there is a new app called Promo Pulse out there uh, run by Jason Noakes, who used to run Distributor Central. that kind of aggregates a lot of supplier specials, aggregates a lot of content in the industry. And so that's a new service provider. Okay. And so, that's cool. Uh, yeah. So if you if you go to, you know, I think, Google Play or Apple Pi or Apple uh, the uh, App Store. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's uh, Promo Pulse. And it's a great little app. It's got push notifications. You can set up how you want. Not a commercial for that specific app, but I think it's kind of what you guys are looking for. Cool. No, I think that is. I'm going to actually download that. Cool. Cool. Well, there you go. Hopefully we've educated people on what a service provider is and what they are not. And um, I love being a service provider, to be honest with you. It allows me to piss each side off equally, um, (laughs) which I happen to really love. No, honestly, all joking aside, it allows me to work with both sides. I love this industry. I've loved this industry since the day I got in it. And I never liked the us versus them mentality that we, we, I think, we're getting away from the the supplier versus distributor and vice versa. And so I've always liked to play that, uh, you know, that middle ground where I can work with both so it's really exciting uh for me so you know what else is exciting guys oh. uh logo mats? walking all over them awesome mats got that right <laughs> you know i get fatigued when i do a podcast i get a little tired because i pace around but you know what they have floor mats for every application yeah of course they got indoor mats and outdoor mats counter mats but did you know they had any fatigue mats i bet you didn't well 
Yeah, I got real aggressive there. Got a little aggressive. Because you know what? I'm very protective of my anti-fatigue hat, uh, mat. So, and Jeff, you should come up with an anti-fatigue hat. So, anyway... Um, thanks for laying out on me there. If you want to learn more about why I'm so bullish on Logo Mats, that they offer the best products and warranty in the business, go ahead and visit LogoMatsLLC.com. You're not going to be sorry you did. Guys, really enjoyed the conversation, and we'll talk to you next time. It was Take a good care. one. Thanks for your service, Bill. Thank you for your service. Providing your service. Yes. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.